Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 14th of November 2022. In InfoSec news this week, state-backed Chinese attackers have launched a spear phishing campaign in order to deliver custom malware stored in Google Drive areas to government, research and academic organizations worldwide. These attacks have apparently been observed between March and October this year, and researchers have attributed them to the cyber espionage group known as Mustang Panda, also known as Bronze President or TA416. This Chinese group used Google accounts to send their targets email messages with lures which trick them into downloading custom malware from these Google Drive links. In a report issued this week, Trend Micro researchers say that the hackers are using messages with geopolitical subjects and that most of them, approximately 84%, are targeting government and legal organizations. In order to bypass security mechanisms, the embedded links point to a Google Drive or Dropbox folder, both widely used legitimate platforms with good reputations which are typically less suspicious. These links lead to downloading compressed files, RAR, ZIP, JAR folders, which contain custom malware strains such as ToneShell, Tonins, and Pubload. To quote the report, rather than add the victim's addresses to the email's to header, the threat actors in this case are using fake emails, meanwhile with the real victim's addresses written into the CC header, likely to evade security analysis and slow down investigation. Although the hackers are reportedly using various malware loading routines, the process typically involved is link library sideloading, after the victim launches an executable present in the archive. A decoy document is displayed in the foreground in order to minimize user suspicion. The three malware strains used in this campaign are Pubload, Tonins, and Tone Shell. From the three custom malware pieces used in the campaign, only Pubload has been previously documented in a Cisco Talos report from back in May this year, describing campaigns against European targets. Pubload is a stager responsible for creating persistence by adding registry keys and creating scheduled tasks, decrypting shellcode, and handling command and control or C2 communications. Trend Micro have said later versions of Pubload feature more sophisticated anti-analysis mechanisms, implying that Mustang Panda is actively working on improving this tool. Tonins, however, is an installer for ToneShell, the main backdoor used in this current campaign. It uses obfuscation to evade detection and load ToneShell, while also establishing persistence on the compromised victim machine. ToneShell is a standalone backdoor loaded directly in memory, featuring code flow obfuscation through implementation of custom exception handlers. This also works as an anti-sandbox mechanism, as the backdoor will not execute in a debugging environment. After connecting to the C2 endpoint, ToneShell sends a package with a victim ID and then waits for new instructions. Commands which can be issued allow uploading, downloading and executing of files, creating of shells for internet data exchange, changing sleep configuration and more. Trend Micro says this recent campaign features the same Mustang Panda techniques, tactics and procedures that SecureWorks reported back in September. This latest campaign, however, shows signs of an improved toolset and capability to expand, which increases the group's ability to collect intelligence and breach targets. Phishing emails distributing the QBot malware strain are using a link library hijacking flaw in the Windows 10 control panel to infect computers. Do we see a pattern emerging in techniques lately? Likely as an attempt to evade detection by security software. Link library hijacking is a very common attack method which takes advantage of how dynamic link libraries, or DLLs, are loaded in Windows. When a Windows executable is launched, it will search for any DLL dependencies in the Windows search path. However, if a threat actor creates a malicious DLL, 
using the same name as one of the program's dependencies and stores it in the same folder as the executable, the program would load that malicious link library instead and infect the computer. Qbot, also known as Quackbot, is a Windows malware which started as a banking trojan but has since evolved into a full-featured malware dropper. Ransomware gangs including Black Bastard, Egregor and Prolock also use the malware to gain initial access to corporate networks. Back in July, the security researcher Proxy Life discovered the threat actors were exploiting a link library hijacking vulnerability in the Windows 7 calculator application in order to install the Qbot malware. This week, Proxy Life has told outlet Bleeping Computer that attackers have switched to using a link library hijacking flaw in the Windows 10 control panel executable, control.exe. When control.exe is launched at the end of this attack chain, it will automatically attempt to load the legitimate EDP util link library, which is located in the System32 folder. However, it does not check for the link library in specific folders and will load any link library with the same name if placed in the same folder as the executable which is being run. As the threat actors are bundling a malicious link library in the same folder as control.exe, that link library will be loaded instead. Once loaded, this malicious link library infects the device with the Qbot malware strain, also known as msoffice32.dll in this instance, using a regsvr command. By installing Qbot through a trusted program like the Windows 10 control panel, security software may not flag the malware as malicious, allowing it to evade detection. Qbot will then quietly run in the background, stealing emails for use in phishing attacks and downloading additional payloads such as Brute, Rartel or Cobalt Strike. Both of these remote access tools commonly lead to corporate data theft and ransomware attacks. North Korean hackers are using a new version of the D-Track backdoor to attack organizations in Europe and Latin America. D-Track is a modular backdoor featuring a keylogger, a screenshot snapper, a browser history retriever, a running process snooper, an IP address and network connection information snatcher, and more. Apart from spying, it can also run commands to perform file operations, fetch additional payloads, steal files and data, and execute processes on the compromised machine. The new malware version doesn't feature many functional or code changes compared to samples analysed in the past, but it is now deployed far more widely. As written by Kaspersky in the recent release, targeted sectors include government, research centres, policy institutes, chemical manufacturers, IT service providers, telecommunications providers, utility providers and education. In this new campaign, Kaspersky has seen D-Track distributed using file names commonly associated with legitimate executables. For example, one sample they found shared its distribution under the nvcontainer.exe file name, which is the same as a legitimate file distributed by NVIDIA. Kaspersky claimed that D-Track continues to be installed by breaching networks using stolen credentials or exploiting internet-exposed servers, as seen in previous campaigns. When launched, the malware goes through multiple decryption steps before its final payload is loaded via process hollowing into an explorer.exe process running directly from memory. The only difference to past D-Track variants are it now uses API hashing to load libraries and functions instead of obfuscated strings. That and the number of C2 servers has been cut in half to just three. Kaspersky attributes this activity to the North Korean Lazarus hacking group and claims the threat actors are using D-Track whenever they see the potential for financial gain. Back in August this year, the same researchers linked the backdoor to the North Korean hacking group as Andarial, which deployed the Maui ransomware in corporate networks in the US and South Korea. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.